Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan. Welcome to the next episode of Beyond the Sermon. This is a way for us to go beyond the weekend message through conversations, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, interviews, and practical ways to engage throughout the week. The hope is that through this series, you will be encouraged, challenged, and more equipped to be a disciple of Jesus. This episode is a conversation with Nate previewing Threads. Threads is a series looking at the themes or threads that weave their way through scripture. He talks about why we're approaching it this way, what he hopes we all learn, and gives us an overview of the first thread, nature. Here's my conversation with Nate. All right, today we have with us Nate, and Nate, we are about to start a a new, a long series. I think I think you might have even said forty eight weeks. It's a chunk <laughs> of time, but a long series called Threads. We've talked about it a bunch, and so I won't get too much into detail uh, or hype it too much right now. But I would love to hear from you to start start off our conversation. Why are we going through the Bible in this? way, this specific way of looking at the threads and the themes of scripture, what's what's the purpose behind it? Mm. Well, first, hello, everybody. Hope you're doing really well, and thanks, Jordan. So, uh, Jordan, for, I don't know, at least a decade, I've thought, I guess it's been longer than that, actually, I've thought about what would it be like to go through the Bible in a year, and I've just, every year I toy with different ideas, and I've had different working titles, there's of course, my first one years ago was we got to call it Route sixty six, sure, yeah. like the old highway, because oh, yeah. there's sixty six books in the Bible. Yep. And I'd start working on it and just wondered. There's some there's some inherent challenges. One, the Bible as we have it right now isn't set up chronologically, and so you'd have to jump back and forth. And then there are some books that are so brief, and then some books that are really long. Like you've got you know, one page books, and then you've got the book of Isaiah. And I could just never figure out how best to organize that. Mm-hmm. But here's what I thought would be important. One is I, th- it's just easy to get lost in the weeds. Like everything in the Bible is important. I think you could have a great relationship with God just simply reading through the Bible. Sure. Yeah, But I also have felt like, uh, culture as it's changed, and probably more and more of us are unfamiliar with the Bible than it, uh, in other eras during the church. I thought I would love to have this big picture perspective where we could look at the themes, really treating mm-hmm. the Bible as this library of unified mm-hmm. books. Because, so Jordan, there are some things even in how we've um, uh, establish our Bible that work against that, like uh, chapters and right. verse numbers. Yep. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So I do it too. I think we all do it. Like I read a chapter. Well, here's the problem. A lot of the times the chapter isn't the end of the discourse. Right. And so we just read a chapter and so we're reading a little part of a narrative or a story or right. an argument. And because we finished the end of the chapter, then we switch to a new chapter and right. we turn that off. When the Bible wasn't originally like that. You know, there's no, there's books, they were separate scrolls, but there's no chapter divisions. Mm-hmm. There are no verse divisions. So we've added that just to make it easier to corporately find a spot in the Bible. Sure. <laughs> like, sure. It's more navigation than anything. Yeah. Right? It's navigation, but our minds start thinking chapter ends, 
I move on. The thought has moved on. Yeah, yeah. So that's like at a, at a micro level. But then we do that same thing at this this uh, large meta level where I, I, I think it's amazing. Like even what I'm working on right now, this whole idea of a garden, this our first week, is like it's this whole thing that carries through the whole Bible from the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. And then you have from – Genesis chapter two, the description, even like the tabernacle and the temple are made with the same instructions from the instructions from when God said, here's what I'm going to do in, in, mm. in Eden. Yep. There's, you got these three places, you got dry land. Okay. From Genesis one. And then you've got this idea of Eden, and then you've got a garden planted inside of Eden. And then in the middle of the garden, you have these two trees. This is the sacred space. Mm. And We'll look at that, but how that that's even how the tabernacle and the temple were formed. And then you go to the very end of the Bible and we're back in a garden. Yep. You go to the resurrection, we're in a garden. Yep. Like what is what is God saying? What's that big theme yep. where we'd have to read through fifteen hundred years of literature? Yep. Right, right. <laughs> and it's just so hard to put that together. Yep. So that's my that's my hope. Yep. And um everybody I talked to, I have friends who pastor, they all said, man, we tried to make it through the Bible in a year and it was great for the first three months. Yeah, and yeah. then we bogged down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought, what if we could look at this thematically? And by the way, um, we have a Western mentality. A Jewish mentality is much, it's much easier for them to see these big themes that go all the way through the Bible. We kind of miss that mm-hmm. in the way that our minds work. So. Sure. Hopefully, it'll help all of us have this. At the end of the day, I, I would hope that we all go, oh, yeah, I get that big thing. Sure. That's consistent throughout Scripture. Interesting. We're not reading every book separately, yeah. but as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. So, even on that note of un- uncovering and discovering, as you've been preparing for this, has or, or even just over the years, how, how has it changed how you've read the Bible or have you started to see things and differently this made a narrative? What's what's been this shift and change? Has even preparing for this series reignited or sparked some of those things? Oh, just like you said, like new revelations or things like that. What what has it done for you preparing for it or even just over the years looking at it in this way through a themed perspective? Well, Jordan, first of all, <laughs> I, I like I have a, a regret that I haven't allowed or maybe pursued looking at the Bible this way. Hmm. Um, I wish I had done it 10 years ago or 15 or 20 years ago. And it's kind of only recently where I begin to understand how cohesive the Bible is, where then it allows you to look. And there's even a Bible study technique that I, I was taught and many people who are listening were taught and we call it correlation. And so you're looking for a word that's yeah. that's repeated. Yeah. What does it mean there? Yeah. And that that's kind of helpful. But the problem is you've got different languages and languages change over time. Sure. So I want to look for more than just word correlations. I want to look for the theme correlations. Yep. And so for me, it, there's just been this new sense of, like, it's never brought about like doubt or I misunderstood that entirely. It just is moments where I've had this like, oh, this is even deeper and more beautiful than I previously thought. Mm. So I don't think it's been like this terrible, oh, we've wasted all these years studying the Bible. It's like, 
oh, there's a whole nother series of connections yep. that helps me understand the whole. Yep. So I've experienced that in different ways. Just some of these studies I've been going through, like part, sometimes I want to like, why did I never see that yeah. before? Um, and so I love those aha moments. Yeah. Those, God is that big. Yeah. He's been working on this for that long. Yeah. And that's, as I experienced that, that's what I love for all of us corporately to be able to experience. Yeah. To be able to have those moments. Yeah. And and I think as, as, as we've talked through it and been planning for it, and even as I've grown in my understanding, I think that's been, I think you, 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 you phrase that really, really smart in that it's not necessarily a, a flip of a, where it's like, oh no, I was doing that wrong, but it's more a depth where yeah. you go, I didn't realize it carried that much significance, but <clears throat> that's what I hope to uncover in this series is that there'd be more significance yeah. to some of these things that we'll just gloss over and and just move past. So I, I'm excited for that. As as we head into it, so we start this week and, and, and this conversation is just a little bit shorter today, but give us a brief overview. What are you planning on as we look at, we've got nature, we've got four weeks Sitting here, we've got gardens, trees, sheep and animals, and and vineyards. Could you give us a maybe a bird's eye view of of nature? This this thread that we're going to look at for the next four weeks. Give us a, give us a preview. Yeah. So there's so many threads. I don't remember how many we identified that we could talk about. Yeah, and then we had to boil yep. it down, yep. and yep. then we thought, hey, let's group these into uh, some things that are related. So. All of these are just these threads we saw that they have something to do with with nature, yeah. right? And so all of those that you mentioned, gardens, trees, vineyards, and sheep, okay. I'll, I'll just use sheep for an example. Okay, the first time we read about, it's not specifically a sheep, but we learn about an animal losing its life. It's mm-hmm. a little bit vague, but in Genesis chapter three, Adam and Eve are hiding from God because mm-hmm. of shame and they've covered themselves with fig leaves. Couple problems with that. The majority of fig leaves have thorns on the inside. So it's probably a form of self-punishment to go with their shame. And then there's just this little verse at the end of the chapter and it says, and the Lord God gave them coverings mm-hmm. of animal skins. Whoa. The first record of something dying. Mm-hmm. And who, apparently, who took the life? It was God who gave them. So all of a sudden, everything's been alive, everything's vibrant, everything's been all about vitality, and all of a sudden we read about, we had to use the skins of an animal to cover our shame. And then you go into this whole sacrificial system, which can be perplexing for, (laughs) for people living today, like animals dying year after year after year. Then you have John looking at Jesus, John the Baptist looking at Jesus, and he points to him and says to the audience out loud, look, the Lamb of God Mm. who takes away the sin of the world. What a profound statement. He's linking him with all of these animals that have been dying, particularly sheep, over the centuries to deal with human shame. Right, that this we cover ourselves. What do we cover ourselves with? Something valuable. Yeah, okay? yeah. The life of an animal, and then we we'll move all the way to the Book of Revelation, and John, who sees this portrait in, uh, into heaven, calls Jesus among many things. He calls him, and I saw him, the Lamb who is slain. Yeah. yeah. So somehow in this new recreated world, Jesus still has this something about him. Yep. Where John says, not only is he a lamb, but he's the one who was 
slain. So this whole idea of sheep, we just went through a lot of Bible. Right, right, And it's right, an right. ongoing theme. And we didn't talk about Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. There's right. so many other places yeah. we could look at this. Yeah. So for each one of those, they just have to do with something dealing with nature. Yeah. And there are other nature ones we'll look at, like yep. places. Yep. Well, we've got mountains. That's yep. nature. But yep. is these places where people encounter God. Yeah. Yeah, Nate. Well, I'm, I'm really genuinely excited to go through this. And uh, thanks for giving us a preview. And we'll look forward to hearing about gardens this weekend. Okay, my brother. Thanks. Thank you. We are looking forward to going through threads with you. We've got some great conversations planned to help us see some new perspectives and learn from some different thinkers and hear from some new voices. We'll be posting those conversations right here in the feed. Until next time.